time. Our last episode was Psalms. We did a little countdown of our favorite among the many. And this time we're in Proverbs and there aren't as many chapters, but we still took the same approach. First, how was your time abroad? Oh yeah, so my time abroad was fantastic. I went to Europe for a while and once again just got confirmation that I'm living in the wrong continent. Um, But it was fantastic. I had good times. Did you name off where you went? You went to Amsterdam? So, yeah, I went London. to Amsterdam, London, Cambridge, and Frankfurt, Germany, and another town in Germany. I think it's right. pronounced Dreifelden. Amsterdam is definitely still my favorite, just for the confirmation that I belong in that You want to move there eventually. Eventually. Yeah. And um, if there's anyone from Amsterdam listening that <laughs> needs a wife, I'm open okay. and willing. But I actually didn't think I would like Germany as much as I did. Everyone there was super welcome and super nice. And, you know, I was in Frankfurt, which is big and really mixed and stuff. But um, that was actually really cool and really nice. And um, the Germans, man, they eat, like, heavy. Yeah, I was just like, damn. Not a bad thing, but it was just that was something to get used to. But I was going to say, German guys are hot. Really? I didn't think, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, I re-downloaded Tinder just because, like, Ooh. Uh, you know, I was away. I was like, oh, why not? Whatever. And uh-huh. then I knew I was going to be alone uh, for, you know, some of my travels. So I was like, oh, like, why not see if I can, like, connect with someone and grab a drink with someone. And, yeah, all the dudes that uh, match with me in Tinder in Germany were... Were they tall and, like, rugged looking? Yeah, yeah I think it's... I'm used to these L.A., you know, kind of little... Not that that's bad or anything, you know, men coming all shapes, sizes. Yeah, all valid. Good, all valid, you yep. know. But, it's but just whatever Just whatever vote. preference I like. I'm tall, like... I mean, even though every single guy I date is not, <laughs> we're not always the most tall, yeah. big. Or yeah, I'm, I mean that's I'm true. I'm surprised to hear this from you. <laughs> that said, they're just like men in the other place. But yeah, there's still earlier, men. I got more unsolicited pictures, you know, yes. in German stuff. Thank you for bringing Black Chicks Bible Study Indeed, around I wish the I had world. Stickers, because all the times I was going to all these you places with the street art, just been yeah. I'm like, we need to get yeah. that going. All right, well, we're going to have stickers soon, so look soon. out for those. Soon. Um, so do you want to talk about our testimonies from, from last the last week. time? Do you remember yours? So mine was about being patient, knowing that whatever is supposed to be for me or come for me will happen in its own time and not be so worried about what everyone else is doing and realizing that, you know, everyone has their own timeline and whatever is meant for me will come and I just have to be patient and not get too, like, envious of other people or you know Mm -hmm. downtrodden that I don't have things that I think I should have at this point and then I also was talking about making sure I don't become a hoarder kind of Mm -hmm. like not collecting things just for the thrill of it I guess Mm -hmm. or just to collect them but being a little bit more cheesy with you know purchases and I guess starting with the latter you know there were some things that I wanted to buy while I was away that I said held no back on. held back on and said no so in little ways I did partially it was also because I just couldn't buy them <laughs> some mm. of them is like finances are a big deal so it was like it was easier for me to talk myself out of these purchases right but I would like to think that like you had restraint yeah I had restraint still yeah because even before I realized oh man I'm spending so much more than I thought I still said no to some things and you know it was a little bit more choosy with what I was and buying. you cooked a lot while you were there too huh yeah I did cook a lot yes in Amsterdam, I stayed in an Airbnb, and I didn't know the difference between kilos and pounds, really. So I just went to the store and ordered two kilos of chicken wings. So black of me, too. 
Chicken wings are chicken wings and which is basically like five pounds of chicken wings. So I had like so one serving. Two, two and a half days <laughs> to eat all of this and it was very overwhelming to us. I was glad. But I managed to do it and it was kind of Oh my, my god, poor India. <laughs> five pounds of amazing chicken wings to eat in the best city in the world. It was a lot of okay. It was a lot to tackle. Yeah, it was I could have handled that in three hours. No, you no, no. I'm going to bring you in your head. You think you could know. That was like one sitting. I ate like eight chicken wings. Eight. And then, (laughs) oh, manifesting things in my own time. I guess recently, I don't know. I don't think I told you because it just started actually. So I've been on the wait list for a while for this like therapy program thing. I got off the wait list finally and like started online sessions with this online therapist. Whoa, I didn't know that. So So I've only had two. So I had the one like literally right before I left Mm. for this trip. And then like it was not really anything because it was like, you know, the intro and just God, you know, wasn't much. Mm -hmm. But then I had another session just this past Friday. She's asking me about like, you know, why I feel anxious about certain things and what's causing my anxiety and stuff like that. And, you know, a lot of it is financial. So, you know, I mentioned that and at some point, I guess I said something like, I don't feel like I'm successful or something. Mm. So she like, you know, I was talking, talking, talking to her. And then she's like, so you just said that you don't think you're successful. What makes you think that? Or like, what do you attribute success to? And so I basically was just like, you know, I'm about to be 35 years old. Like I want to be financially independent and self-sufficient, being able to pay my bills, being able to take a trip like this and not come back and be suffering for the next couple months. Like I don't want to live paycheck to paycheck and you know, that kind of life is just, then she basically was kind of like, well, do you know anyone who doesn't live paycheck to paycheck? And like, just saying, you know, that she thinks most people these days, actually, they do, like, even if they're making, you know, a lot of money, they're still living this kind of paycheck to paycheck Yeah, their lifestyle yeah. at that same level of their income. Yeah. yeah, and like, even though they might have a, you know, car, house, like, they're also still, you know, trying, barely, to, maintain yeah, trying to maintain it. So, I guess, you know, in that sense, it, it made me kind of reflect back on that, too, and just, you know, yeah, I have family and friends that, you know, have homes or cars and savings, but again, everyone's on their own timeline, and mm-hmm. so, like, that's kind of just, you know, these are goals, you know, like, really just breaking it down and figuring out how to make yeah, it happen for yeah. myself, so that's that was good. good. And uh, what about you? So mine was about not being afraid to feel my feelings, mm-hmm. because it was, like, a new thing to me, reading songs to get into the emotion side oh, right. of things. I've been feeling my feelings. On one hand, I feel like a little too much, and on the other hand, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface, and I'm like terrified to keep going. Just, <laughs> what would you say is the feeling that you feel like? Oh, up most. so many, almost all of them, too all much, a lot, yeah. yeah. And um, I had a little time while a friend was out of town to like get away when I needed it. I don't know how many days away from home, but I remember mm-hmm. having kind of a breakdown on my own and like crying in a way that I wouldn't if I were at home and um because I was so you know free to do that and went through a little mini crisis that I only gave myself permission to do because I had said that as my intention my word of faith I was like why am I crying right now oh my gosh it's okay like it's It's fine fine. like I'm alone I'm alone it's okay to cry yeah so that was an experience so just a lot of it came up and bubbled up in different ways but yeah, and listening to music, you told me too. Listen to praise music, which I haven't. I maybe a little, but like I've just been listening to music in general, and that has been 
like, oh, giving me feelings for the first time in a long time. Like, yeah, oh, music gosh. Is great yeah, that. music is so good. Yeah. Um, and to forget that is crazy because I used to be so into it and going to live shows all the time. Yeah. So it's like tapping into an earlier version of myself mm-hmm. and just being like, oh, wow, just being more grateful. Remembering that you like for this stuff. Just opening my heart. It's uh, very scary. I want to let you go first and say your number 10. This time I didn't. Actually, I just starred my top 10. I, like I did last time, I ranked them for real. Yeah. This time I didn't do that. So I did do um, going from 10 to 1 uh-huh. in a small. I didn't rank them in order of preference. It's uh, literally just when you number 10 them. is early in the book. So do you want to say your first one? I'll call it number 10. <laughs> we'll, we'll count we'll down from 10. 10. All right, let's see. So my first one is in chapter 6, and it is from verse 9 to 11. It says, How long will you lie there, you sluggard? When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, and scarcity like an armed man. As I kind of mentioned earlier, yeah, just getting out of vacation mode has been kind of tough for me. And, like, I felt like as soon as I was, like, reading this, it was a big-ass, like, slap in the face. Like, mm. yeah, I mean, granted, I was jet-lagged, so I did deserve to sleep a long while, you know, over the weekend and stuff like that. But, like, it was also, like, okay, once I started being like, okay, I'm kind of back on schedule, I need to get up, go walk. It became this, like, nah, just lay in bed longer, you can mm. go walk tomorrow. And then tomorrow I kept doing that for, like, a week. I don't want a week to turn into a month, you know? So mm-hmm. it was like, so reading this was kind of like a punch, like, how long are you going to lay there lazy? <laughs> like, that's yeah. how I, like, you know, I'm coming back complaining about, you know, finance and stuff like this, but it's also like I'm sitting here sleeping, like I'm not mm. doing anything too. So it's kind of just like, you know, don't complain about, you know, like it says, poverty will come on you like a thief. Like mm-hmm. a little can turn into, like I said, you know, a week turns into a month. You think, oh, a little nap. So it's like really recognizing when you're getting into those bad habits or getting into those little bad patterns. They snowball. Yeah, they so snowball quick. Yeah. so quick. So yeah, so that was my pick. So my number 10 is a very uh, kind of well-known one, which is Proverbs 3, 5. So I have Proverbs 3, 5 through 8. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. and all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. And then I also had further down when they talk about wisdom like she's a woman. Proverbs is talked about as written by Solomon, right? Or not written by him necessarily, but like he would be the guy handing down most of these things, right? Solomon. Solomon. Wise leader type men who had these wisdom sayings that they passed on so part of the sense you get while reading it is like wow solomon definitely like hooked up with some adulterous women that he definitely (laughs) wants to warn everybody about (laughs) he's got some you know he had his like thousand wives and 700 concubines or whatever it was so there's a lot of warning against wayward women disobedient women i think that's why i love so much the counterpoint to that which is personifying wisdom as a precious like woman Nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand, and her left hand are riches and honor. I just like that idea of just wisdom being this concrete, valuable thing and more precious than any type of gold or riches, but also that gold and riches are a product of having wisdom and knowing how to live in a way that will help you flourish. It does a very good job of personifying it and also saying like you want all the wisdom because it'll make you happy and healthy and rich i don't know it's just very you know what i mean it's very like that's true i feel like that's a big theme throughout there. yeah talking about how wisdom is the 
yeah, the more key. valuable than, you know, any gold. The key to life? Yeah, pretty much. The thing that I did wrong as a kid was Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. Now I can read it as really encouraging. There's something so much bigger. All the information and wisdom that is out there to be had is so big and we don't have to rely on our own understanding. There's something to tap into and to trust. But um, I think I just saw it as really tyrannical at one point, but it was also my favorite verse. So in a really perverse way, it just told me like everything I do and say is wrong and only the Lord knows. And yeah, I can never trust true. my own instinct or my own heart. And I didn't connect that at all to God. It was more of like an outside, yeah. you know? I will say that I read it through this day, I kind of got it. I was just like, damned if you do, damned if you don't almost know. But some of them were kind of backwards, and I think there's even mm. one I highlighted. I think it's in the very end, we'll get to it, I'm sure, but where they say, like, one verse it says something, and the next verse says, like, the complete opposite. Mm. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah, am I supposed to get out of this? I don't yeah. know. But, some, um, I feel like even some things that we say in every, everyday life, I'm sure I can't come up with one now, but I think about them sometimes. Like, you'll believe completely contradictory sayings like there can be two idioms that we all believe are true but you know a lot of truisms a lot of things can be true at the same time because <laughs> yeah I guess I noticed that a couple times reading through that like and a lot of things were repeated twice yeah like exactly yeah some of them are dead they're repeated word for word um, but anyway I just like that idea of like wisdom is so valuable it's something to seek but yeah we can take that in a good way and not have it be a tyrannical implication I guess that's um, what's your number nine? So, nine, it would be in chapter 12, verse nine. It's better to be a nobody and yet have a servant than pretend to be somebody and have no book. Mm-hmm. You know, my big takeaway from that, obviously, was, you know, just be yourself <laughs> at the end of the day. And, like, I kind of thought about this, too. Like, you know, don't hurt yourself trying to be something you're not, you know, or, like, keep Live up. Live above like, your status. Yeah. So or like, above your means. So, like, that's the theme, I feel like, because, like I said, I've been complaining about all the science, and I'm like, like, I have never really sat down and figured out things. It mm-hmm. just never happens. Like a budget. budget. Yeah, yeah. I never have a budget. It's just always gone before I get it, and yeah. <laughs> that's how it is. But, like, if I sat down and actually made a plan and, like, really did things, I'm sure I could figure out where to save, be in a better state financially. You know, and then, again, it's just kind of, like, this idea that, like, you can be a nobody, you know. If you're a nobody, you just yourself, whatever. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't have stuff, but, like, this idea that you still have a servant or something, you know, mm-hmm. someone. And, it, you know, and I took servant, and it's not necessarily, you know, literal, someone waiting on your hand and feet. It could be, you know, that way, but it could also be a servant, like a friend, you know, like someone who's just there for you, like, mm-hmm. ride or die, whatever, someone that's going to come to your aid. Yeah. It's better to have that yep. than to, like, you get living out of your means and then you come home to not, you know, because yep. of, like, outside world, you're, like, trying to pretend that you go to the hottest clubs or you, yeah. you know, afford this Flexing. jacket, yeah, Flexing. you know, but yeah. off the ground, you ain't got shit to eat, yeah. like, and that's, like, basic human need. Which is eat. more common than we think. I keep yeah. reading articles about actual influencers who are like, I went into 20k of debt trying to pretend on of course, Instagram, because sure they, they think it's going to pay off, like, yeah, people are going to see that, and, yeah. Because, yeah. um, I mean, you do got to spend money to make money, but at the same time. You know. And there's the truism of fake it till you make it. It means like have confidence. Right, right, yeah. And you're still working. You, be like, what you yeah. want to be, but work toward it. Yeah. yeah. I felt like this was all speaking to me mm-hmm. in particular. Did you feel like that reading it? Um, a lot of it. A lot like, of it, yeah. yeah. Just like, you know, like, man, you need to just chill out. <laughs> Go over the budget. Um, yeah, but yeah, I was like, I gotta, yeah, I guess. Because I was like, this ain't working for me. <laughs> well, I ain't got no food. <laughs> at the same time, 
sometimes you got to be in Amsterdam. Like, yeah, I mean, it was amazing. Worth, that's the thing, though. It's worth it to yeah, be. Yeah, like, sometimes I suffer it's worth for, it. you know, two, three months. Like, to me, that's worth it than yeah. being stuck in the same thing all day. Like, yeah. Nine is in Proverbs chapter four, verse 18 and 19, and then 23 to 27. So, 18, the path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. But the way of the wicked is like deep darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. I like that because the idea of not knowing what makes you stumble is uh, that's why you need wisdom. And that's why you need light. wisdom from other people. And from, yeah, light, guidance, wisdom, anything you can use to clue you in to what is making you stumble is going to be good. That's why you become wicked. You don't know what is getting in your way. And then 23, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Love it. Put blinders on. Go forward in your path. Keep your eyes looking ahead because I get very stuck in the past and I look back a lot. So I just love this keep your eyes energy of like, yeah, keep your eyes forward, blinders on. Yeah, I had to take the same. I was like, and also just the idea that have a direction. You know, mm-hmm. going forward, not like, you know, it's like keep your, you know, eyes straight ahead. Step, but so often, like, you're making moves, but you're just going in circles or you're going over here and there. But, you know, there's no path. But yep. it's like, if your goal is to go forward, you got to look forward, right? Yeah. Not always fully in control of where you'll end up, but you have to, like, follow your instinct of what you want that to be and be okay. At least have a direction. That's yeah, the thing. exactly. Di- it might not be the right direction, but have a direction. Or it might not, um, you might paint a specific picture of, like, what you want your life to be, and it might not be that, but you have to still go for it. So, for A, I have in Proverbs 13, verse 20, real short, it just says, Walk with the wise and become wise, for a companion of fools suffers harm. I feel like this kind of comes up a couple times, too. Like, you know, that's the idea. You got to keep, like, company. Like, if you want to be wise, then hang around the wise. That was another thing that, like, I don't know, just made me kind of reflect and, like, thinking, like, okay, like, what do I want? And then, like, once you identify what you want, like, I'm going towards this, and then I also need to surround myself with people who are in line with, yeah. you know, this, too, because, again, that's kind of also how you gain wisdom, like, an idea that you have a mentor or, yes. you know, other people who bounce ideas off, like, if you're with people who, you know, whether it's career-wise, family-wise, you know, personal-wise, like, you're hanging around people who aren't in line with your goals, I feel like it's harder Mm-hmm. To, oh know. yeah, and if they want to discourage you, exactly. So another reason I highlighted it too was because it was again one of those kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't mm-hmm. situations. You know that came up in Proverbs. Like when I was reading this too, I was also thinking like it's like keep like company, walk with the wise. But then there's also so many like other passages too that are you know make sure you're giving attention to the poor and being nice to this person. And yep. you know if you think about the Bible, you know Jesus always hung out with prostitutes and the love. You know like mm-hmm. he kept odd company as one would say. So it's like okay, so. You know, just the idea of doing both. Service. Yeah, yeah, doing exactly. Both, you know, being yes. able to, you know, keep yeah. odd company and not judge, not be influenced by them. You could still, you know, keep their company, but not in a way that is, you know, affecting whatever you want, I guess. Totally. In life, so. That's a great one. All right. What about you, number eight? My number eight is um, Proverbs 6, verse 6. This is a little before what you oh, read yeah. for your number 10. Yeah, so go to the ant, you sluggard. Consider its ways and be wise. It has no commander, no overseer or ruler, yet it stores its provisions 
summer and gathers food at harvest. How long will you lie there? So that sort of goes yeah. into what you already mentioned. Um, but I liked that whole segment of like, just I felt spoken to of like, there is more personal responsibility built into this book than I thought, I guess, ever reading it before. Very galvanizing. So I really, really liked that. And Ant doesn't have anything telling it what to do. It just has it inbuilt yeah. that it has a mission to be on. Like, and, I know I'm going to need food. Right. So let me create the, yeah, exactly. So I just liked hearing that. Uh, consider it ways and be wise. Like having no commander, no overseer. To me personally, I don't have a uh, an actual deity in my life. And so I have to have allegiance to light and love and all these abstract things, like very intentionally and even if you think you're not going to be accountable in the end or you have no afterlife, you have to like self-dictate in a way that makes you feel good about yourself at the end of the day. And in any area of life, like if you don't have someone guiding or telling you what to do or cracking a whip, like you still have to be able to. I have a question. Yeah. You said abstract ideas like light. Like well, I guess life abstract. isn't abstract. Life is or light. light. Yeah, you said light. light. Then guide, like, because love, when I think of love, like yeah. the, the thing that binds the universe together, like the energy of the universe. You don't think energy. it's tangible, like you don't feel like... I feel it, but it's like not, um, like life, what is consciousness? Like we can, people are still debating what consciousness is. Like do animals have it? Do only humans have it? Is it conscious just to be awake for life or is it to be enlightened? Just something about it saying, like, no commander, no overseer or ruler. Mm-hmm. I would say love rules, but I wouldn't say it's, like, a an agent of, like, commanding. It does, it but in a... You do things. Yeah, but from an inner... It's a very abstract inner... Not a person is what I'm no, saying, yeah, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, not a person. Not personified, I mean. Gotcha. But yeah, it's just, like, that little bit of personal responsibility. That's something that has always been hard for me to do things for their own sake or for my sake because I haven't had like self-worth throughout my life so all this stuff that like oh just be like the ant just like do the thing that you feel in you to do like carry out your mission don't have to be told what to do do you know like do it yeah Yeah, and do it in a way that makes you feel like a good person and you're accountable to people but nothing is going to tell you that's true yeah I just love all the uh metaphors and all this stuff comparing us to animals throughout the bible too whenever it's like be like the insect be like the locust like, who does this i'm like oh that's what they do like cool. a lion. yeah <laughs> be the lion yeah. so verse seven i'm in proverbs 14 well i actually like the very first verse it's like the wise woman builds her house but with her own hands the wish one tears her down i kind of like the idea that it's like you can build your own house with you know, and in the same breath with their own hands. You, can, you know, like, you could be both wise and foolish. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it kind of gave me the sense that, like, you can be both, like, smart and capable of doing things, but still a foolish person. You know, oh, a foolish yeah. person. You got the guts or whatever, you got the want and desire to, you know, the drive. the drive to do something, but if you're an idiot, yep. you know, it's kind of like, you're gonna ruin yourself, because now you're acquiring these things, and you have the drive, but you don't have the knowledge to go along with it, which mm-hmm. is just a recipe for like, it's not sustainable, basically. Yeah. That's what I, you know, like, you have to have both. You have to have the knowledge to do things and, you know, the ability and drive and talents to, you know, execute them. Yes. And you can be craftier at self-sabotaging, the wiser. Or yeah. The, you can have a lot of wisdom and not use it and, or use it toward the wrong end. And, like, you can destroy your, what you've built. Exactly. So my number seven, right? Mm-hmm. Seven. So mine was in Proverbs eight, and I have one through five. And then I have 
22 and 23. So one through five. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way where the paths meet, she takes her stand. Beside the gate leading into the city, at the entrance, she cries aloud. To you, O people, I call out. I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. (laughs) You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. And then she goes on to say, you know, I speak what is right. Open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true. It's like that personified woman of wisdom Mm -hmm. speaking out and saying, does not wisdom call out? I think I like that because it speaks to the consciousness within each human of like, we all theoretically have to tap into this wisdom and it makes itself known no matter what like reality will manifest itself and through life we have to learn it and see it so it's like wisdom the idea of it calling out to you is comforting to me because it's like it is everlasting it will be there there. it will yeah it makes itself known the truth will make itself known and offers its reward if you're there to hear it and it's almost like a call that you have to answer and if you don't then it's your own folly and I also liked at the end how it said you who are simple gain prudence because I'm trying to also in my quest for humility and just letting myself be human I also have like have been confronting my own shortcomings of like to feel smart I don't have to feel like the most brilliant person ever like I don't have to be a genius like I can even think of myself as like less intelligent sometimes and that's okay or simple-minded sometimes or even those who are simple, like, wisdom can give you guidance, right. and you can have this cheat sheet of, like, truisms about life, and then wisdom goes on later on in verse 22 and 23 to say, the Lord brought me forth as the first of his works, before his deeds of old, I was formed long ages ago, at the very beginning, when the world came to be, so again, yeah, that too. that oneness, and that truth, and that energy of life being at the center of everything in the fabric of the universe and it being there before anything existed. And a woman. And a woman, so <laughs> there yeah, that is proof right there. Right, proof right there. That that's the origin of the universe is female. Yeah, exactly. Female energy. Wisdom. They, they know that's why trying to keep us Yeah, down. trying to hold us down. Just stop it. It's not gonna work. So fearful. Oh God. I mean we just did everything, created everything. Yeah, literally everything. So you're welcome, first of all. <laughs> So your number six? Number six, Proverbs 15, verse four, that the soothing tongue is a tree of life, but a perverse tongue crushes the spirit. To me, it was one of those things where it's like, you know, like we always say like, oh, you know, words can't hurt us. But like, this is proof that I think like words do affect people, you know, because yes. it's like it's saying like the soothing tongue is a tree of life, like just someone giving you a compliment, these little mm-hmm. five minute, you know, interactions. Like, just a little kindness. Yeah, yeah. Like, they rejuvenate or they mm-hmm. give you, you know, it's like, okay, like, okay, I'm doing something right. It means something to me. Like, you know, so, like, it also made me think, too, like, you know, maybe, re- I mean, I compliment people, I think, but maybe, you know, in my head, I don't say everything in my head. Like, sometimes I'll say, you know, like, I really like her, she's so cute, you know, but I don't yeah. say it, so maybe just, you know, saying something like that, you know, can have an effect on people, so kind of keeping that in mind. Mm-hmm. My number six is Proverbs 9, verses 8 through 12. Do not rebuke mockers, or they will hate you. Rebuke the wise, and they will love you. Instruct the wise, and they will be wiser still. Teach the righteous, and they will add to their learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For through wisdom, your days will be many, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, your wisdom will reward you. If you are a mocker, you alone will suffer. Reading this is kind of like a rebuke, you know, feeling convicted or feeling a slap in the face. But if you take wisdom and 
want to grow from it. That's like, I guess the wise thing to do is um, hearing a rebuke. And this is basically what it's saying. Like a mocker or someone who doesn't take it seriously or has an ego problem are going to hate somebody for being corrected. But the wise route is to be instructed, have humility, be thankful for the added wisdom. I was going to say I like that too because I feel like it comes up like that theme comes up a lot too where it's like, you know, the person who accepts discipline is wise. Uh-huh. And, and it says who, iron sharpens iron. Yeah. yeah. And then the person can't take correction. It's, you know, basically yeah. just like this idea that yeah, like you have to be Not open. being defensive. Yeah, and open to learning and just like accepting lessons as they come and like no one's right all the time so it's like really yeah. foolish to think you're doing something correct all the time. It's like, and even if you do think you are, you can still accept it. You don't have to yeah and the idea of um verse 12 if you're wise your wisdom will reward you if you're a mocker you alone will suffer so i think it does benefit you and everyone around you if you have wisdom and enact it and have it to share um obviously that will have good fruit and then if you're a mocker and you're dismissing people or lashing out in defensiveness of course like you're gonna be on your own suffering terribly yeah (laughs) yeah it's just the natural outcome you alone exactly and we learned that in Job. so as much as we hated on those two friends because they were there at all to debate you're number five i went back to 15 and then i had verse 30 highlighted which is similar to what i was saying before it says light in a messenger's eyes brings joy to the heart and good news gives health to the bones i like this again because this kind of goes with other ones that i've already highlighted like you know like i said no good words or good compliments you know, influence how someone's day's going or, you know, something like that. And it says here, too, like, good news is health to the bones. Like, again, the body I, thing. Yeah, the mind-body mind, connection, connection thing. So that's why I kind of highlighted this again, just that. And I like that it's also, you know, saying the messenger's eyes. Mm-hmm. You know, like an outside person. Like, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of times I think everything we need is, like, within us and we can get mm-hmm. ourselves out of these, you know, situations. But, but we're, at the same time, we're a social species. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Social, people. social species, and it's, and we're not here alone. Even though, you know, maybe we feel like we can do everything ourselves. Like, we're not on this planet by ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's other people here, and so those other people, like, they can, you know, be of a good service to us, too. Like, you know, yep. so, you know, light in a message guys can bring joy to You know, someone gives you good news. You get a good phone call, and someone, you know, a compliment, anything. It's like, bring joy to the heart, and just get good news, do health to the bones again, yeah. Being evangelical nice. about your... Yeah, just giving good news. Like, yeah. I feel like, you know, a lot of times we always complain about everything, and it's always easy to have the conversation about it. Oh, this is annoying. This, I woke up, oh, I want to do something so noisy outside this morning, and blah, blah, blah. But it's also like, again, you know, I want some joy in my heart. You know, it's like, yeah. if I'm hearing all this, and I get, you know, taken on. And, you know, I feel sad now, and I'm down, and I don't want to be a negative. Yeah. Because of all these outside things happening. It's like, mm-hmm. so. That's a yeah. good one. And then you... My number five is Proverbs 13, verses 9 through 14. The light of the righteous shines brightly, but the lamp of the wicked is snuffed out. Where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Um, Dishonest money dwindles away, but whoever gathers money little by little makes it grow. Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. Um, whoever scorns instruction will pay for it, but whoever respects the man is rewarded. The teaching of the wise is the fountain of life, turning a person from the snares of death. Yep, that goes along with what we've been talking about, I guess. The um, wisdom teachings, the fountain of life, keeping you from death, strife and pride. I think about that a lot, too, of, like, strife 
and stress being a state of mind and being so, um, it can be so oppressive and you feel like you don't have a choice but to feel stressed. But if I start looking at it like a choice, like I can decide the level of anguish I'm going to feel because pride for me is closely associated because if I start to feel like what I'm going through is such a huge tragedy, then there's some ego in that. I'm trying to do this thing of like feel feel permission to feel feelings and like go through things and like be in the moment and let feelings pass through you and don't overattach to any of them. And so if I overattach to my strife or stress, um, there's kind of this ego fixation of like, why is life happening to me like right, this? Right, like we were right. talking about Job and I'm like, mm-hmm. dude, stop whining. Like yeah. obviously everything is terrible, but right. also the whining is not a good look and won't help. So there is this ego thing of like, you're having strife maybe there is something you're not taking advice about this is like a terrible thing to talk about without sounding um there's just degrees of suffering and I've been trying to be more aware of like there are people really suffering and like I'm living in the free world right now and I should just be so grateful for every opportunity in front of me and like not have any pride about it and choose to not be as anguished and stressed over everything take my ego out take some advice about life so that wisdom being connected to advice like taking you know humility a lot of this is about humility number four i think i'm in proverbs 16 verse 31 actually so it says gray hair is a crown of splendor it is attained in the way of righteousness and i like that just because i've always kind of had this attachment to gray hair and like the old wise lady with like long gray thread and that's like my dream one day to have like long gray yeah gray hair and like you know that is definitely a visible sign of age for sure but a lot of times with age comes wisdom so i do think there's like truth and saying you know gray hair is a crown of splendor like even if you're not the wisest person even just with age you have a certain knowledge that people younger than you won't have you know about certain things oh yeah you know so like been through life yeah you've been through life so to say it's a crown of splendor it's like you've been here you've made it this far this visible sign of this gray hair is like a badge of honor and then i it, it says it, it's insane in the way of righteousness so like i also thought like i was thinking in my head i'm like do i know any really old people that don't have gray hair yeah. and then i was like and if they don't does that mean that they are evil people <laughs> so like now i'm gonna like yeah, taking it real literal <laughs> now i'm gonna be looking and when i see old people and if they don't have gray hair i'll be like mm. and well, gonna, i'm gonna be wary of them i'll just say that you know people dye their hair <laughs> that, is that might true. be a little that's true too um as much as people like to talk about living until age 900 in these <laughs> books i think they're probably not living that long so to get gray hair might have been more of an accomplishment at that time, too. To even survive, to be elderly, I wonder how, like, life expectancy was. Right. How long did people live, and was it seen as a huge accomplishment of, like, whoa, you made it through, you survived. Like, the survival game was so much tougher when this was written. Like, poor in battle and dying, and their kids were dying. And- but they were also eating really good yeah, they had <laughs> genetically modified food. They had natural food. They had oils. Big Pharma wasn't after them at a moment. So who knows? Maybe, Maybe they didn't get gray the and start decaying them. until late. And yeah. by that time, if you really lived until that age, you were like, oh my God, yeah. what did you do? <laughs> Tell us about life. My number four is Proverbs 16, verse 16 through 19. 
How much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. The highway of the upright avoids evil. Those who guard their ways preserve their lives. Pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. I think that's the famous pride comes before the fall. Better to be lowly in spirit along with the oppressed than to share plunder with the proud. That is how I feel. I had that in verse 19. I had that one highlighted too. Maybe yeah. think of right now, current times. It just felt like it was so appropriate. Yes, because we live in a capitalist health yeah. case, you mean? A dying democracy yeah. where it really matters that you take a side and be on the side of the oppressed. Yeah, and we talk a lot about the wrong people winning and sharing plunder, and no matter what, no matter how good the riches look, you gotta only align with the, the right parties yeah. and the real, yeah, the realness. Pure heart. Be. Yeah, exactly. That's better than any silver or gold that exactly. these guys are holding, so, yeah, keep true to yourself, true to your heart. Yeah, and I like that it says the highway of the upright avoids evil, mm-hmm. and it says that a couple times of, like, your path will be a smoother, more direct path if you have the right, obviously, the right direction. So you're number three. Okay, my number three, Proverbs 24. I liked verse 27. It says, put your outdoor work in order and get your fields ready. After that, build your house. That, again, like I said, everything's just kind of hit me in the face. Again, it's like, you know, like you want X, Y, Z, but you don't have a plan. to get. You know, like you need a plan for things. And it was like, you know, like baby steps. You know, you got to put your outdoor work in order, get your fields ready, like get that has to happen first, you know, like, mm-hmm. again, set your foundation, again, strong foundation, you need that first to build what you want, you know, like, yeah. you, people don't just, the house doesn't just pop up, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into it, you might just see a house that appeared, looks like it appeared one day, but, no, like, but there's a lot yeah, there's of work a lot that, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly, that went into it, so I just like that, too, just this idea of, like, doing the hard work, too, and doing the nitty-gritty, getting your hands dirty, and before you can get to the quote-unquote fun stuff, the house building part, you know, yeah, that's why I like yeah. to keep my overhead low until I'm living my dream, because mm-hmm. I cannot have, like when we we're talking about people's um, standard of living matching their income and people being paycheck to paycheck, a lot of times you can have like an income and start building, building your foundation or your house on, and that's from the Bible too, like something built on the sand versus a, oh, right. a solid foundation. Right, right. Yeah. Um, so I think about that too. I like that imagery of like, get your fields ready. Like having it, like really like, and then make sure it's straight and even and level. Yeah, and I had that highlighted in the, in verse mm-hmm. thirty. I went past the field of a sluggard, past the vineyard of someone who has no sense. Thorns had come up everywhere. The ground was covered with weeds, and the stone wall was in ruin. Again, mm-hmm. later at the end, it repeats that thing: a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief, scarcity like an armed man. Yeah. So that idea of being vigilant, being woke, like stay yeah. woke, like be on Don't your thing. Don't forget like, about these little things. Don't let these go. Yeah, you might yeah. be so focused on this one big thing that you're letting the other stuff, stuff in your that, life yeah. not be tended to. Yeah, pay attention to the little stuff. My number three, Proverbs twenty-five, verse two. It is the glory of God to. Con- Feel a matter. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. Oh. I love that. Like the universe, like everything is kind of concealed. Right. And um, to research or to search out the truth is like a pleasure or glory for right. people, the wisdom people of the world. I guess a king is someone who's wise, you know, in a leadership position and using their wisdom and winning at life. And Looking for the truth. Yeah, they're seeking out the truth and it's like yeah. a game. And to me, there's, um, I guess in spiritual circles, talk a lot about the universe manifesting itself through people and animals and plants and like we are the universe expressing itself and playing a game with itself to hide and then 
play hide and seek and refine its mm-hmm. own secret. Mm-hmm. Just reading that, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. Like, God has a <laughs> sense of humor. Yeah, like, like <laughs> I'm going to put yeah, the like, truth under this bushel. Like, you go find it. Yeah. And it's, like, right in front of you. Though, yeah. Like, ah, just throw this cover over real quick and you're never going to see it. <laughs> yeah. It's going to take you 10 years to find <laughs> But <laughs> he has all the time in the world to watch. You look for it. For yeah. 10 years. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I like that, too, it being a pleasure or a, a glory. Yeah. To search it out. Exactly. That's what life is made of. My number two, so I'm in Proverbs 27 right now. Okay. But number five, better is open rebuke than hidden love. Mm. It was just kind of, for me, something that was just basically like owning your ugliness or your ugly truth, like being open about your mistakes because you're still being true, mm-hmm. you know, to yourself. I don't know. It just made me think like being open and truthful is always going to be better. Like if I'm openly saying like, I don't like this thing or this makes me uncomfortable or this is stupid. Like, I'm being open, at least there's something there, and, like, yeah. those who are wise can maybe help me figure that out. Yeah. Be like, okay, why did this trick you, or why did I get that reaction from you? Like, there's something in that sense, I feel like you can be healing, but then it's, like, a hidden love. You know, if I love someone, but I'm not open, like, what is that doing for anyone? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how is that helping? Like, withholding compliments. Yeah, withholding. withholding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. all that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, like, what is that? How is that helping? We kind of talked about this earlier, too, like, you know, thought stuff without action mm-hmm. you know it's kind of like what is, without works it also i don't know i like that idea too that like everything doesn't have to be pleasant to necessarily be good you know too like it's yeah, like open review, valuable yeah like you know open review, yeah. like it's not like oh i can only speak kind things and i can only like if there's truth in what you're saying like that can still be mm-hmm. a valuable and worthwhile thing and it's better than something that like everyone would agree love is great yeah but hidden love like what you know like even in that like so i kind of like that duality too of just like things that we consider bad can also you know have fruitful outcomes and things that we always consider good can also maybe not be the best you know which speaks mm -hmm. to all of this wisdom tapping into something universal and something bigger than any individual because like the goal is to get to this better state and this healthier wiser state Mm -hmm. and it's worth any injury to your ego to get there so like you might be wounded and hurt along the way but the bigger picture is like okay if i have to suffer to get to where i want to be yeah yeah and if i'm uncomfortable (laughs) with this like fine i'm uncomfortable i don't like it but that's gonna work on it that's my issue yeah that's that's helping me figure out what the hell yeah i need to do did you have six as part of your first six i didn't i skipped six but highlighted seven okay yeah my number two (laughs) is also (laughs) in this chapter and six was one of the so i had one two and six picked out as um so i liked one two oh yeah so why don't we so do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring let someone else praise you and not your own mouth, an outsider and not your own lips. I love that. Um, and that will help, too, if we're all complimentary toward each other. You never really have to do your own boasting, and yep. other people will lift you up. And then verse 6, wounds from a friend can be trusted, but an enemy multiplies kisses. An enemy, you can't trust an enemy to not blow kisses in your face. Mm-hmm. Like, they're going to overcompensate right, to, like, like, like yeah. yeah. Um, but you can't trust, obviously, you have to know who your enemies are and not trust the outwardly uh, affection like, from everybody yeah. yeah um but the wounds from a friend can be trusted like you know you that's truth. real if somebody's yeah and it reminds me of something that my i don't know what to call him my partner so he said i'd rather have you hate me than love me because at least i know the hate is real oh, i was like wow. damn yeah, that, that should is. be a rap lyric first that's of true. all it's so insightful yep. so true mm-hmm. and that's sad that he feels that way about me but we're able to like 
we went into hysterics laughing about how true that was, which is like, it's screwed up. <laughs> nah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, it's true. Like, when you know, especially when you have a really intimate relationship with mm-hmm. someone and they're so mad at you, you can trust when they're like, oh, yeah, that yeah. hate, you know, there's no reason to fake that. If it kind of like real. with their siblings, you know, how they, yeah. can only them, they can only poke you if they're in you, though. They're just like, they I know your only, buttons. Yeah, I can only get that mad at someone who's like, if someone else that's like, it's yeah. yeah, it's just like, and then um, the dude, the first one, first one, do not boast about tomorrow. I love that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. We really don't know. Mm-hmm. And imagine how much more if we're alive at this time. You're at the mercy of nature in the way that we aren't. Like mm-hmm. they have so and much more. Like war, everything, yeah. famine, and it's still true today. As comfortable as we are, but it's still at any moment. You have no idea. Ahead. Yeah. I mean, a ball could fall out the sky right now. Okay. Let's not. <laughs> I'm looking out the window. Not manifested. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so what is your uh, number one? It's in chapter 29, and it's verse 19. All right, so Proverbs 29, 19 says, Servants cannot be corrected by mere words. Though they understand, they will not respond. And that I like because I took that as like, you can't just tell someone. You know, like, people need to see. You know, it's kind of like words without action again. Like, do you really understand? So it's like, you know, I mentor and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, I got to also realize, too, like, that I'm also need to be a living example. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm going to tell kids X, Y, Z, you know, I also have to in some way show that, you know, mm. like, exhibit that behavior, too. Like, you know, you can't just, like, words aren't going to just fix, right. you know, problems. Like, people need to see examples and actions and living testimonies. I thought that was good. And um, we've talked before about the idea of having the servant and the master inside your own body, like having the two halves of your brain, like mm-hmm. you trying to be your higher self or your lower self and having to like win day to day. And I thought last week, I thought about the saying, do as I say, not as I do, and how that could be a good mantra for anyone. Like if everyone lived by that, they're on their own. Like if I were able day to day to tell myself, do as I say, not as I do. Like if I really believe in all this wisdom, I should be able to do as I say that I believe rather than do whatever my unhealthy habits are. Mm-hmm. So if you just have these habits that you do over and over and you get into a rut of that, you're doing as you do. <laughs> you're yes. not doing as you say. Mm-hmm. So if we can master that on an individual level, if I ever have a kid, hopefully by then I'll never have to say that to them. Because <laughs> like, right. they'll just be doing, doing as I do and yeah, they'll be doing it. Yeah. Like yeah. Like but that's what, yeah, this, that verse kind of reminds me of that a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, my number one <laughs> is in Proverbs 28, verse 9, 10, 11, 13, and 14. If anyone turns a deaf ear to my instruction, even their prayers are detestable. Whoever leads the upright along an evil path will fall into their own trap, but the blameless will receive a good inheritance. The rich are wise in their own eyes. One who is poor and discerning sees how deluded they are. I liked that, that deluded word. Because <laughs> I think a lot about delusion and how prone I am to be. And I think anyone in life, as they get older, you can choose to be more accepting of reality or more deluded in the reality you've built in your own mind and the story you tell yourself every day. Like that. Exactly. Yeah. In LA, the city of fantasy, or in America, the the American dream. We can be deluded about a lot of things, and it's very easy to be in that. But I like the idea of like being poor and humble and discerning, being this wise, lowly person. But you know how deluded you are, and you know in your own like gaps of knowledge and wisdom, you can be grounded and poor, and but you still have perspective. The rich are wise in their own eyes. I like that idea of like 
But there's so many, like, uses of the word rich, especially in, in this, like, sometimes they'll be referring to rich people as people who have ill-gotten gains and who um, are greedy. Mm-hmm. And that's one reading of, like, the word rich, someone who's greedy and, like, oppressing people, right? right? And those are the people who, like, are good in their own eyes, in their own egos, and more wisdom. But then there's the other side of, like, if you follow the path of wisdom, you, you will, will be, be rich. rich. Yeah. So, like, with knowledge, like, rich with knowledge, like, they get rich in spirit is maybe. But and the riches, material rich. yeah, I do think part of it is material, and it keeps coming out. Like I out. think it means you'll, but you'll be like you'll rich, prosper. like you'll be good. And yeah, not, you'll be like, taken not care like, of. Yeah, it's not like like you're not gonna have to worry about it, but not that you're like the idea of being so greedy yeah. that you had to oppress other people. You take extra. You don't give your overflow. But you you'll hoard have money. You yeah, have you'll be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, and then verse thirteen: Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. We talked about that a lot. Love it. Um, blessed is the one who always trembles before God, but whoever hardens their heart falls into trouble. Very true. Um, a faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager to get rich will not go unpunished. There might be one distinction. Someone who's faithfully, and that's when it talked before about making your money and storing it up and like... Mm-hmm. The faithful person will be richly blessed, but one eager, it's like you're trying to cash in. Real quick. Overnight, you're going to go punished one day. It won't come back to you that um, this ill-gotten too fast, not honest. That came out a lot, too, of, like, just the integrity with which you make your living or... Um, right. These people are really growing, by the way. Can we acknowledge, like... Because they wanted to just go and plunder up. In the, in the Old Testament, like, the first books we were reading, everybody was like, all right, gonna go out and do some plunder. Kill, <laughs> That's how we get our stuff, just yeah. more. And now everybody's trying to build their business and do their... Maybe do- they had to do that to get, you know, they, they want to know what was good and bad until they did it. Tried it. Yeah, until they yeah. did it, and then the Tried people were like, I don't like what looks. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? <not> fun. <laughs> I'm in my, uh, my castle right now. It doesn't feel like it's out of field. Yeah, like, I like this golden chalice, but, but like, you'd have yeah. to kill a lot of people to get But there. I saw a lot of good. Yeah. You know, I killed a lot of babies that ate children. <laughs> um, anyway, do you have anything well, in yeah. particular? I guess Damn, we, can, we have, to take we have a lot like, of takeaways. You know, I, there, I felt like I had one. Maybe can you go first? Like, oh you my gosh. I feel like I had something for some reason I really want to highlight, and then I just lost all of it. Uh, I will say that reading this, preparing for this episode, I, for some reason, broke it up into a few days because I didn't have long enough blocks of time to, like, sit with the whole thing at once. So doing it that way, I feel like I maybe, now that we're back after sabbatical, I think I may be in a better, have fresh eyes toward the project, and I feel like I can be more on top of splitting stuff up. So I'm going to start trying to read a little bit every day. Mm, um, okay. Rather than always bunch Try to together. crash it. Yeah, it felt so good oh. to like meditate on a little at a time. Like so now, in a little, yeah. Yeah, so now rather than having it be an overwhelming big thing, yeah, just and maybe have that daily meditative practice of like, it is so great to read words of people. The fact that people had the insight at the time to put this into words and it be so relatable now. I'm like, right. I need to have that verbal literature component of my life on a daily basis and not just be trying to meditate. Maybe I can actually split up my Nice. Reading. I like that. Yeah, using that as a tool. Yeah. And I think that's good, too, because maybe then, in that sense, like you say, it's a goal to reclaim the Bible to become a tool, mm-hmm. you know, instead of this thing. Dead thing. Yeah, Oppressive dead thing. Weighed, yeah. up, weighed it down by. Um, and I 
like Alan Watts too. I've just started reading him again, like all the philosophers I used to like and the Zen Buddhist people I used to read and get inspired by. I need to be roping that back into my life and reading everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not just about the Bible, but it is about all like works and, having you know, wisdom in your yeah. life piped in every day. Yeah. You thought of something, yeah? Yeah. So I had highlighted this, you know, as an honorable mention kind of song. Gonna read it. Proverbs seventeen, verse nine. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. So that was another thing that, like, we didn't really touch on. I don't think too much in our, you know, what we highlighted, but I felt like it came up a lot. Like, gossip, you know, they talked about gossiping and, mm. you know, people who spread, you know, rumors and that kind of thing. Yep. And um, when I read this, I was kind of like, I, I had mixed feelings about it because it was like, whoever would foster love covers over an offense you know, what kind of covered up. And maybe, you know what, like, that person said this, but, like, there's other facts, what kind of state were they in? Mm. You know, like, maybe it wasn't, you know, necessarily from a place of, you know, malice, super mm-hmm. malice, or, or hate, and it's, like, you know, maybe covering up that offense instead of, like, repeating it. You know, like, say you were, like, someone said, you know, Lauren's a psychopath, like, yeah. I never want to hang out with her again. If I repeat that to you, Lauren's a psychopath, like, I could separate you and that person because you know but if I said to you maybe like to me either just not say anything or just maybe say oh I think so-and-so's a little hurt but you know like kind of covering you could sugarcoat yeah sugarcoat covering and packaging a little or even just like not taking it as a dig you made this offense you said this really nasty thing I can either take this offense back to this person and maybe separate you even more because obviously if you're saying something bad about a friend there's already some rule to you know like something's there maybe it's like whatever and at the end of the day no nobody's perfect we all yeah. complain about our friends you know yeah. like that's i think that's a normal thing anybody yeah. that, that they never say anything bad about their friends no yeah. everybody needs yeah, to like, vent yeah like you know we all say things about our friends that they get on our nerves or annoy us and stuff like that so it's like you know and i think maybe because i finally caught up on all the real housewives too so oh. some gossiping ass bitches mm-hmm. so like you know just thinking about my own like how i navigate through and you know like just thinking like when i'm yeah. taking little things or i say you know stuff to other people or am i you know driving a wedge or am i saying you know like, are you creating harmony yeah am i creating harmony dissonance, yeah so that's my takeaway is just maybe i don't know i don't think i'm a shit stir but it may be you just like drama like everybody i mean i like drama i don't like to create it but i like to hear about it yeah yeah but it just made me think like being more mindful of how you feel how i navigate you know through friendships you know mutual friends and that kind of thing i do sometimes wonder if i'm a psychopath has anyone called me a psychopath i would like to don't don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me don't tell me i I don't want to foster love i know that was your example i'm going to choose to believe you made it up as a hypothetical i I made it up i definitely okay good the only person who has called you a psychopath is you, so that's okay. where I got this from. Hallelujah. I'm okay. getting all that verbiage from you. Okay, all right. Well, um, so I'm glad we got through it, and we might go back to this approach for long future books, yeah. or ones well, that we feel like can is, be broken up, because this is not little. narrative. Ooh, that's, that's good little. to hear. I think it's only 12. I didn't actually look at the verses themselves, but... So we'll have a lot of conversation around it to make up not there content wise in the bible yeah which sounds like a fun episode to me um but yeah it's been a little fun to deviate away from the story part so i'm kind of like interested to see how it comes back together yeah because there's a lot more the narrative we're like wait what happened to the israelites yeah what what is everybody up to right now 
So, um, apparently the sirens and helicopters are telling us it's time to run. Wow, yeah, they are coming, <laughs> for, coming us. for us. We gotta go. We know so. too much. We are too wise right now. <laughs> this wisdom is not okay to have and we are underground radio. If you want to support us, you can just reach out. Um, yeah. BCBS podcast, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Come to bcbiblestudy.com. We're on Spotify, iTunes. We love you. Thank you for listening. Black Chick Bible Study! Bible study.